Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. This podcast invites guests that are educational and inspirational. Where they try to really get their story out there. Whether they're an author, a singer, dancer, entertainer, community activist, whatever it may be. I just want them to really get their story out there. So please continue to support and listen to the Really Charlie podcast here on Anchor. God bless and have a great day. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is Custodial Gomes, author of The Human Experience, Metamorphosis, Life, Love, and War, three outstanding books, but I can only read one at a time, and the <laughs> first one is outstanding. <laughs> How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? All right, man. Um, so happy to have you here. Um and uh just want to let you know right right off the bat that your your story is already inspirational to me um i'm also an author myself um so i'm already thinking of other things to you know get myself involved in and um just want to let you know you get a five stars from me already uh, i appreciate that that's, that's you know it's an honor to hear that yeah. I'm, I'm humbled and honored yes um we got some mutual friends and they talk highly about you. And, um, you know, and I said, yeah, I got to get this, I got to get this man on this podcast. And, um, so he can, uh, share his story, share his craft with us. And, um, so tell us a little bit about you. Tell the really Charlie folks about you. Um, hundred percent K Verdian. I was born and um, I'll say it the right way. I'm not going to say it in a, in a <laughs> cause we usually say son scent, but mm-hmm. I was born in San Vicente. Uh, I, I came to the States when I was almost 10 years old. I came with my um, parents and my siblings. We lived in Brooklyn, New York for some years. And then we moved to Connecticut, um, went through to the educational system. Um, been working in the educational mm-hmm. system for a while. It used to be, First, it was uh, history, but then um, it's been special ed for a while. And I, I've always, you know, I've always wanted to write books. I always wanted to inspire people. And I just didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. But once I felt the need that um, books would be the avenue to go, I just went with it. And it just, you know, really worked out really well for me, as a lot of people have supported me. You know, not only in the k community, but everywhere else. So I'm always humbled and honored when people ask me to do any kind of um, podcasts or any kind of interviews, but that's me in a nutshell. Uh, that's um, that's good. That's that's awesome. I like it. Um, if if we don't if we don't inspire each other, um, you know, some people may not want to inspire us. Whether that's at school, whether that's at work, whether that's mm-hmm. in our own same our own household, you know. So we got to keep up, keep up the good work, and keep inspiring people. Absolutely. Um, 
couple of weeks ago, I had Bella Montero on here, and um, she's the one that kind of brought me to to ask you for the uh, you know give you the invite to the podcast. Yeah. Um, and she's a so, phenomenal author. Uh, yeah, she is. You know, yeah. Um, I'm so glad to have. Her book on my shelf, your book on my shelf now. Um, I'm going to get on fellow author Lucy uh, Coutinho. Yep, mm -hmm. I'm going to get her book. That's in the mail. So, you know, and she'll be on the podcast soon. So, yeah, she's. Uh, that's, that's, that's awesome, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and I, I've been listening to her podcast and, um, so, do, is that something you're looking to do? You know, something like that? Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe in the future, you know. I, I never say uh, no to anything or don't. That won't happen in any way. But um, I'm a very busy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm a single father. I've been raising my daughter for about seven years now. Um, okay. So with her, with work, we're writing these books. I have a new one that's coming out very soon. Um which that will probably be the book that I've been wanting to write for years. And I was just shying away from it because, you know, be, trying to become a novelist is a very different thing than writing the stories that I've written in the books that, you know, I have out already. But sure. as for being uh, doing a podcast, you know, that, that it, it interests me and it intrigues me. So I won't say yes, I won't say no, but, you know, we never know what the future holds. And with with your contacts, um, you probably have other friends or yeah. family members that have podcasts. So, you know, I'm pretty sure if you just kind of reach out to them, say, look, I want to do something today. Can I co-host with you? So yeah. you might want to do it that way, you know. Probably because I do. You're right. I do have a lot of friends who uh, do podcasts. So in every day, kind of, you know, like it, it could be authors, they can be educators or whatever it is. But I do have a lot of friends who do podcasts. It's a, so that's good. It's a, it's a good way of getting the news out. Yeah. Other than those, you know, kind of conventional ones, you know, it, this is definitely, uh, it's really like a rap session, you know, podcast. You can kind of talk, feel, feel the way you want to feel, talk the way you want to talk. And, um, with no restrictions, you can kind of just say it like it is. And, um, that's the one thing I like about the podcast. Absolutely. So, yeah. So the human experience, um, tell me something about this a brief bio without kind of, uh, ah, man, the human experience was so it was, it was my second book. I have three books out. The human experience was my second book, but it was, it was a very, it was a very draining book to write. It was very emotionally draining because what I did is I, I, I wanted to write a book in a way that I've never seen written before, you know, the way that I wrote it. It's it's very unique because I wanted the reader to to feel what the people were saying, you know. So what I did is I interviewed um, eight people. Um, I'm the the ninth person, ninth the ninth story in the book, and I wanted to write it in a first person kind of format. So it's not let's say you know it, it, if the person is John, I'm not going to say well John did blah say blah. Mm -hmm. I became those people. So what I did is I interviewed them. And I asked them, you know, to be 100% honest with me with what what they went through, not only what they went through, but what helped them overcome what they went through. And also, I wanted to know what they were feeling, what what, what they were going through. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, when you read the book, you will see, you know, the way it is written in the format that it's written is it splits. It tells a story. And then the next page, it kind of delves into uh, whatever feeling that the person was feeling in the page before. And once they get that emotional discourse out, what they do is the next page comes back to the story. So it just kind of gives you, you know, a, a, an an input into what the person's um, mentality was at the time that they were going through it. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to pick, I wanted to pick stories that and topics that I know everybody would relate to, mm-hmm. you know, so because it ranged out of, you know, so many things, it ranges, you know, uh, um, child custody, single parenthood, sexual abu- abuse, domestic abuse, um, uh, the, the, the penal system, um, I also have a, a, and I know all these people personally, so it was easy, you know, it was easy to get it done because they were so willing to help out with the book and they wanted to tell their stories. But, and I also have a friend of mine who survived the, um, the Rwanda genocide. I have a friend of mine who was, you know, in a war of Iraq. So, you know, the topics are, are range from different, different, uh, uh, parts. So, what I wanted to do, I wanted to to at least grab one person for every story. You know, let's say if you read it, you may not relate to the nine stories in it, but you may relate to one. And you will mm-hmm. say, you know what? I went through that or somebody I know went through that. So the whole point of it, as of for anything that one does, is to inspire. And I want it to be a very inspirational book. And with the feedback that I received from it, you know, online, in person, because, you know, when I published the book, it was pre-COVID. So, you know, we were able to do book signings and things of that nature. But the feedback that I received um, was just, you know, awe-inspiring. You know, I I, I was I, I did not think it would be that much of an insp- inspirational book to people. But what they, you know, told me about it, how they made it feel, it just made me, you know, realize that I'm on the right path and writing stories about people that other people can relate to. So true. Yeah, you it I caught that um immediately, you know, when I was reading it, I said, Wow, this is this a this story is a book in itself. You yeah. could have probably wrote, you know, a hundred to two hundred pages for each <laughs> each particular story. Yeah, it, each, each each story could have been two hundred. You're right. You're yeah, right. But I wanted exactly. to cram it all onto one because I wanted to get, you know, different people to to relate to at least one of the stories. So it, it it, it was hard, but it was it was very liberating to see other people be so inspired by the stories in it. And, and I'm in those the people that I interviewed, I'm in their debt forever because they allowed me to write their story and they were willing to be, you know, vulnerable and, and tell me what they went through. Yes. Awesome. That's nice. Beautiful. Now, metaphor, uh, meta, metaphor, meta, I could never get this word. <laughs> I couldn't need it until I wrote the book, Metamorphosis. <laughs> Metamorphosis, yes. It's um, just, just, just that name caught me. And, um, you know, I, I butchered the, the pronunciation, but, you know, <laughs> that's, um, but it's definitely, that's going to be the next book I'll get this week. And, um, and then you have, Life, love, and war. Now that cover was that in Fogel? Yes. When that All book right. was when that book was published, I purposely put that cover on there because it was it was published in 2013, and that's when the um, volcano erupted. So I wanted to pay homage to Cape Verde 
and you know, so the people know that the book was written for them. That you know, they gave me the inspiration to finally put my first book out because it was the first book. Yes, awesome. That's where uh, um, parts of my family are from. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't wait to get there. Um, there's still things from my great grandfather that are still there. Ooh, that's, um, those are jewels and gems. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. I can't. It's it's just awesome. I can't wait to get there. My cousin asked me every year to go with him, um, <laughs> and there's there's always something going on. So, but I will get there. Oh, you get there uh, in due time. Yeah, that's it. Um, Gene Rose says, "Charlie, maybe your guest can suggest some podcasts for the audience. Is there any particular one you know of?" Um, yeah, actually, I have a uh, I have a great friend um, that I went to. Uh, college with he actually does his name is denoris wilson on facebook is denoris wilson um i did actually interview with him a few months back but he he focuses on the advancement of of the black race and he really he's he's you know he's a follower of uh marcus garvey so you know his content is always Mm mind-blowing to put it short but yeah his podcast is on his page. His name is Denoris Wilson. So. Okay, good, good to know. Um, I I think I've seen that on your page. That gentleman. Yes. Yes, that, yes. He's he's uh he caught my attention. Um, yeah. And talking about anything with Marcus Garvey is definitely something I would like to to listen to because that was my that's my dad's era. That's my dad's. Mm. beliefs my blood dad studies that's where he tried to put me into into a the right direction to have some personal pride and um so i definitely um i i already like him i already like him um <laughs> so we now the three books you got a novel uh in the works you yes. had mentioned that it would be out sometime late springtime uh-huh. Yeah, late spring or early summer. Okay. Um, I'll do whatever I can, hopefully. And I, I, I listen, you know, I, I scroll through your page and you're talking about book signings. If if the COVID allows us, well, you know, you're going to do that. Absolutely. And again, I, I will leave my home to go visit you. And make sure I'm there. Um, Not only that, but I'm trying. I'm trying to do a lot up there where you guys are. You know, in, in the okay. Massachusetts, Rhode Island area. Um, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember the, the um, a, a lady uh, contacted me and she wanted she wanted me to come to the Cape Verdean uh, Museum in Rhode Island. So yep. I'm, I told I'm willing to do that and whatnot because the story, actually, the novel that I have coming out is it's very different than all my books are very different, you know, from one another. But this one is. Is near and dear to my heart because this one is my first novel, but it is it is a Caverdian love story mm-hmm. with a revolutionary feel and a music feel to it. So I just try to take it back to you know like the Mikr Cabral days, the Cesario mm-hmm. Varda days, and I try to I try to create a story that you know a lot of Caverdians can relate to, and and I put a lot of Caverdian references you know in there. Not, not just you know the, the the place, but the beaches and 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 the and the you know the bars and 
and and the the praças and everywhere yeah. else that all the Cape Verdeans do when we're in Cape Verde. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm whoever reads this book is definitely gonna feel like they're in Cape Verde because I made sure I I it was fully infused with Cape Verdean everything. That's good. That's very very good. I love it. Um, the woman you probably talked to is probably Denise Oliveira. Um, yeah, but there's there's quite a few people there. Um, and I, I had Joe Joe Demora on here a couple of days ago. You know, with um, his podcast. So they they're looking to try to do a lot of things. Yeah, and it would be be real nice if uh, if you're there and uh, we can highlight your book and and or your your books. Period. You know, I I, t- I told like I told her. You know, I'll tell you the same thing. Whenever you guys need me, you guys are nothing but a drive away. So yeah, I'll All right. Up there. Uh, I'm gonna. I got some plans, you know, with Cape Verdean authors, and um, I'm I'm looking to do something starting this week, um, where I'm gonna, you know, have something. I'm not gonna throw it out there. It'll, it'll be blasted on social media tomorrow. But I was okay. talking to you about, you know, I just want to highlight the authors that are that are throughout the whole world, you know, and 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 put them in one particular area so you know it does a couple of things it, it makes them noticed mm-hmm. um uh, financially it'll probably help them when they could sell a book or two yeah. you know um on a daily basis you know that would be great you know so i'm gonna work on that uh this week uh but i, I should have it done by tomorrow i started working on it a little bit today okay and uh so i'm gonna highlight people like you bella um, Lucy Catino, um, myself, I got a few books, so that's what I'm looking to do. And, uh, I'll let you know about it. Okay. Won't do anything without your permission. Um, and anything I do is probably is on the internet already. So it's something that you already approved of. It's not absolutely not a, not a problem. All right. Um, I also would like to do, um, a few things with, um, you know, maybe some virtual book readings or something like that. If it, but not right now, but I'm looking to do that soon. So I'll have to let you know about that. Um, yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm open to whatever you, you want to do. Okay. Um, all right. The, uh, let me see. I want to, I'd seen something earlier here. Um, all right, I'll get back to that. Everything in your book is, is, is it, is it real life? Is it something It was just imagination? I mean, I know the human experience is true mm-hmm. and accurate and it's just real people. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the other books, you know, is it? Well, um, the, the, the first book, um, the first life, life, love and war. Yeah, life, love, and war. I actually that was most of that was written, uh, probably. I want to say 10, 12, 13 years before I published it because most of it was written when I was in college. Okay. Um, it, it, it's more uh, it's poetry, but it's more of a. I don't even know if there's a, a genre of poetry for it. 
or any kind yeah. of form of poetry that you know because i know poetry has so many you know they have haiku they have all these other things but yeah um i usually don't follow those <laughs> kind of uh that, that's me too uh, yeah. the same way you I know can't... I, I i just write what i feel yeah yeah, yeah so to... um there's i don't know if you can see behind me but i go by um a poetic pulse yeah i see and it. And, 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 I, and i write from from my insides yeah and it has and it comes the way it comes out is just the way i'm feeling i, I don't want any kind of you know i don't want any kind of um the structure that they make yeah it just yeah, yeah it just yeah. that's what kept me that's what stopped me from going to college for it and i mean mm -hmm. did get my college degree but i didn't want to take any classes yeah so i would be kind of restrained yeah. And someone telling me that the way I'm doing it is not right, you know, and uh, or is not the way it's supposed to be written. And yeah, um, so but I, I had uh, some inspiration from a middle school teacher that, um, you know, he told me, you just got to work on a few things, you know, your grammar and so on and so forth. Yeah, I says, but uh, you should start a book. And that was around 2008. And um, his name is. Uh, is Mr. Karen and and I, I every day I thank this guy because the reason why I'm writing had a lot to do with him because every day he was you know stopping me at work and he was like what you do today and oh, I didn't do anything today you should do something today mm -hmm. you know and and that that's what I I, I like about him um, and uh, he wrote a book uh, and it's involving you know he's he's a white man it's involving a a young black kid mm. and uh that story is if he ever gets that story out in hardcover yeah to me it would be the equivalent of huck finn you know wow. it, it's just and it's it's so fascinating i was such an awe with it but he showed me it and and you know he hasn't finished it up but i wish he would i really yeah. do yeah um so i uh i don't know what's the message you want to give i mean you have plenty of messages throughout your books um is there one clear-cut one that uh really is uh, well the the yeah so, so let me finish telling you about life love and war um okay it was it was it was written as a a young man trying to find himself you know just like anybody else in regardless of you know race you know, or gender mm -hmm. or any other beliefs that you have, you know, um, but it was just some, a, a young person trying to find themselves. So that book was, was, uh, you know how they say, you know, your first, your first book is your, is your baby. And that really was because it liberated me and it made me feel as if it gave me the confidence to feel like I can, I can actually publish books and I can write books. Mm -hmm. But what I, I did not want to do, I didn't want to get, you know, I didn't want to feel caged in and be in, in any kind of, you know, expectation of others of what my books should do, you know, regardless of how well that book did, because actually the book did very well. And then every other book that I've written have done better and better, but I never want to be, you know, stuck in, in a way that, you know, people are expected of me of what books I should write. That's why all my books are all different. So um, Life Life Wars is really how to, it, it teaches you how to, overcome the, the things that uh, are trying to box you in 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, I, I jump to um, the human experience and I tell all those stories of those people. Uh, but metamorphosis, the message behind metamorphosis is just it's you, you, you get to a point in your life. And the reason why, why I, I named it that is because you get to a certain point in your life that you have to. It doesn't matter if you're 19, if you're 49. It doesn't it has no 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 age preference, but you get to a point in your life that you have to look in the mirror and really, you know, find out who you really are, because a lot of people have been running for themselves and from society and and whatnot. So metamorphosis, the message behind it is really grabbing a mirror and putting it to your face and really being honest with yourself and say, you know, because a lot of people say, you know, I should have done this. I should have done that. But when you when when you have that epiphany of what you want to do in your life, you have to really be honest with yourself. That's why when you when one starts reading Metamorphosis, the first page, I think the title is because um, it's uh, it's seven chapters. The, the the first page of the entire book says, "Who are you?" And it's really to question yourself, to really delve into what you you are and who you are and where you come from, and then you have to start during your research on who who you derived from and, you know, your, your ancestors. And I'm not even talking four or 500 years. I'm talking uh, 60 years ago, you know, who were your grandparents, who were your parents? So the point of it is to really inspire you to really truly find yourself. And when you do do that, and by the time, hopefully by the time you finish with the book, you will have found who you really are and you will have your metamorphosis. And this is why the title really befits the, the the content within the book is to find who you yeah. really are. I like I like in the book where you put a, a strong emphasis on a more. Mm. You know, in a more, you know, and you gotta and as you know, you that's what you have to do. You you really have to do that. And if you don't do it, then what's the sense of looking? What's the yeah. sense of looking if you can't, you know, um I uh I I really can't wait to. There's no doubt in my mind between, you know, now and the end of April. I, I'll read. I'll probably read all your books. Um, and I, I'm trying to do it on my spare time. I finally put it on my Kindle, so I can take it with me. You know, um, makes it easy it, with the Kindle. <laughs> yeah, I put it on my phone, but I want the hard copy, which is very very. I need the hard copy so it can go on the shelf. Yes, sir. and um, that's what I need um, because uh, we're still we still got to teach the young ones to read a hard covered book. You know, um, I even found myself getting away from it, and uh, which isn't bad. But you know, a hard cover book is is, is something you can read. Yeah, you know, when you and don't you can, have better, and, and you can hold too for you know a very long time because. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if uh, you know, when you're 65 plus and, you know, well, let me go grab that book. I read it when I was in my 40s. I'm not really going to go on no Kindle. I can have the physical copy. <laughs> because my honestly, my, my whole thing is um, my, my, my entire mindset is to always return back to Cape Verde when I retire. You know, that's that's my plan. And what I want to do is, uh, I, you know, I read a lot. So I, I usually I usually I listen to Audible a lot. So if the book is really good, I buy the physical copy. So when I'm in my retired time, 
I can reread them over again. You know, I want to build like a, a nice uh, uh, library in my house as I do now, but I also want to have a big one when I retire because I'm, you know, I'm such a book bookworm that I want to just sit there and just read, you know, because I don't really, honestly, I'll tell you one thing I haven't really told you about. I don't really read my own books. <laughs> wow. I, I, it's just weird. You know, it's funny because I, I hear, I hear some, you know, some, some singers and you know rappers or whatnot and they say yeah, i don't really listen to my stuff I, yeah. I i i do it and i put it out and then that's it and that's how i feel about my books i i, I haven't read any of my books after i've already put them out you know because you know you you do the whole process of going through it make sure it's all perfectly done and then once it's published and out i never read them i have copies of them but i never read them so hopefully i'll read them when i retire with other books that i'm <laughs> purchasing at the moment yeah no Explain that feeling when you first touched that hardcover, that paperback book. When it came in the mail, you had it in your hands. You know, what was that feeling? Oh, man, listen. It, it, the funny thing is that I had so many people, so many friends that I went to college with, so many um, close friends. Like, you know, I had a friend of mine that she would always say, you know, stop playing games. Publish that book. I'm telling you, people in the support – but, you know, I was caught up in working and taking care of my kid and everyday life. So I was like, yeah, I'll get to it. I get to it. And you say you get to it, you know, 10 years go by and you're like, oh, I never got to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it but, but when it came in, when I first really said, you know what, I'm going to sit down, I'm really going to do it. And I really put, you know, fourth effort in it. And I focused, fully focused and disciplined myself. And I and I and I wrote the whole book. Well, I put it all together. It was most of it was already written through college. I just kind of put it all together and added more to it in about a two or three month span. And then, you know, publish it. And it came and, and it held it, it. It was just it was a surreal type of feeling. It was it was more like, you know what? I've been waiting for so long. Uh, you know, I've, I've been procrastinating, not even waiting, procrastinating to get it done. So once I felt that first one, I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to knock out. I'm going to knock out two, three, you know, in the next two years or so or three years or so. Um, but of course, it's, it's your plans never go accordingly. Mm -hmm. But yep. uh, the feeling of having your first book is it, just more like, you know what? It's not only just your legacy. It's not only that people are going to remember you. But the most important thing about it is that, you know, when I meet people and they tell me that they're inspired by it. And then I, you know, I look at the book and I say, you know what? It was meant for me to do this. It, and when it came, it was meant to be at that time. It wasn't when I thought it was supposed to come, you know? True. And I, and I feel that from every book that I, that I publish, you know, when people, when people read it and, and then I look at the, you know, the reviews online and, you know, things like that. It just, it makes me, it, it, it keeps me very humbled. And I, and I try to, Every project that I get into, I try to make sure that I treat it as if it's my first project because I don't want to shortchange anybody. You know, I don't want to, mm -hmm. I don't want to overcharge anybody for anything. My whole thing is for you to be inspired, and I don't think inspiration should be expensive. No, no, it's uh, and if if people are not buying your books, like you said, it's it's a, it's not bad, you know. Yeah, you can get all three of them for a price that you would pay for one book in uh, yeah. Barnes and Nobles, you know. So, yeah. but uh, I can't wait to get my my copies and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. 
Well, Mr. Gomes, I really, really, really appreciate all that you did, you know, coming on a real, you know, we only had a couple of days to do this, but I'm glad that we were able to connect. Yes, sir. Get a, get a good quality time, um, good quality podcast. You know, we're going to, this will be here. It'll be on YouTube. Um, so you can always have this copy, you know, for yourself. Absolutely. And like I said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to even be asked to speak on here. It doesn't matter if I sold a million books or if I sold five books. I feel <laughs> like, you know, we just have to keep pushing and supporting one another. And hopefully that, you know, people will gain some kind of uh, uh, inspiration from it and help others come on and just keep going. You know, you have to pass that 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 uh, that baton to the next person. That's it. And what you say in that, uh, I ask all my guests, um, could you name somebody or somebody that you wanted on the Really Charlie podcast? Who would it be? Um, anybody. Could be one, two people, you know. Um, actually, I have, I would say it's two two authors. There are two authors. Um, you know, people will say I'm biased because I know both of them. And one of them is my younger brother. But he... He's very different as a writer to me. Uh, uh, you know what's crazy? When I first started reading, I I I, I needed like a, a, a dictionary because he's mm-hmm. so he's so brilliant in how he word plays. But um, his name is Derek Gomes, and also there's a a, a young lady. Um, I think she moved to California as well, like Lucy did. Mm-hmm. But she she's actually from Connecticut. Um, her name is Destiny Fidalgo. So I'll send you both of their information. Destiny Fidalgo and Derek Gomes. There are two, okay. two, two young, phenomenal, new and up and coming authors that I think I'm very excited for those two. Okay. I, I definitely, as soon as you send them to me, I'm going to work on that. Maybe we can get them on the podcast in April and, yep. uh, you know, back to back. And uh, that's, that's definitely good. I love it. Yep. I love it. Um, all right. Uh, all I can say is, um, I'm here for you anytime you need this, this podcast to promote anything that you do, please let me know. Um, Appreciate you know, I, I'll definitely do whatever I can for you. It's just a matter of, you know, a link and that's it. And, uh, we can get it done. Absolutely. Same here. But, Anything you need in Connecticut, let me know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> God bless, man. I you too, my brother. You. Take care. You, you have too, a great brother. night. You okay. too, brother. All right. Wow. Fabulous story. Fabulous story from uh, a good author with some good stories. Three books with a fourth one on its way. Um, I'm so, so happy. So uh, happy that I got to... Uh, know his material because if, if, if someone like, you know, like, you know, Bella Montero that was on here, she suggested him and I looked and found him and look, I'm, I, I, I the stories are great. You know, I would have never known if someone didn't refer him. So that's what we're trying to do. And even, even custodial, what did he do? He referred to other people, you know, one, his brother, another friend, you know, those, you got to send, put some light on 
uh, put a spotlight on those people that should be looked at, you know, um, because it just, you know, the stories are uh, truly, truly inspiring. And because of his books, I got inspired for something else, like I did with Bella. And uh, it's just crazy. And that's what it's about. Good, positive vibes from positive people. And uh, so please continue to tune in to the Really Charlie podcast. We have numerous guests coming on throughout this week. It'll be on tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, it's, it's all week I'll be on. So continue to support the Really Charlie podcast. Um, uh, you know, it's weird how this all started out. It was just going to be a one day thing. And, um, it led to many, many stories, many, many, uh, days throughout the week to get some people on the podcast. So, um, but we got some inspiring politicians coming on. We have some coaches, some mentors, uh, it's, some good, good guests. So please continue to tune in. The Really Charlie podcast here on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. If you need uh, need my email, it's reallycharliepodcast at gmail.com. You can send me a message um, or you can directly reach me through Facebook. And send me a message there. If you want to suggest a guest or a subject, please do so. Um, all right. In conclusion, mask those beautiful faces. Hand sanitize your hands. Wash your hands. Stay safe, everyone. God bless. Love you. <laughs>